0: Hello guys, and welcome to episode 8 of the Rams Review podcast. Uh, Busy podcast this week, Um, as always. uh, Obviously, we've got the review of last week's result at Griffin Park, which wasn't a fun day out for Derby. Um, Obviously, no game uh, this weekend as we're on to the international break. Um, but plenty of review of um, how the season's gone so far um, in in the first six league games and two cup games. Um, we'll be looking at the team, um, who's impressed, who hasn't impressed, um, who we as fans think roughly the best eleven is, um, and we'll also be taking a look at uh, an early look at the um, at the league table um, and discussing um, how other teams um, have got off gotten uh, to start the season. Um, as always guys you can get in touch uh, our twitter is at ramsreview1 Uh, we're on facebook which is ramsreview or you can drop me an email ramsreview at hotmail.com let's get stuck in So, first up, um, the trip to Griffin Park last week against Brentford. um, A game that Derby County lost Um, 3-0. I'd like to say not a good day at the office, but unfortunately that doesn't do it justice. Uh, Derby were absolutely woeful, um, unfortunately. So, it started with the same 11 that started um, the West Brom game. Uh, So, Jason Knight was still in there. Buchanan was in uh, at the back line. Um, you got Marriott... Um, starting again, um, obviously we 'd had um, most players rested um, at least eight or nine of them rested in midweek in the in the forest defeat uh, in the cup um, so you 'd have thought that they 'd be fresh legged and hungry uh, and unfortunately, um, the first fifteen minutes went okay, um, but it was more of a case of containing Brentford rather than anything and then Brentford just seemed to n- turn it up a gear um and then from there derby just capitulated uh conceded two goals in a minute um poor um uh, defending um just ball watching just not good enough um for the first um Can't clear lines properly i'm not quite sure um why we seem to be struggling with that um quite as much just recently but it's what we seem to be doing um and then Straight from the kickoff, we give the ball away very sloppily, and um, they carved us open um, so easily. And um, before we know it, we're two nil, um, which was disappointing. And unfortunately, they just didn't. Again, it was more about how many could it be. It was more about restricting them rather than pressing our own game, um, own game onto them, which is a big disappointment, really. Um, and they did add. Um, a third and it, in all honesty could have been a lot more I think the worrying thing um, I don't think Derby really registered a shot on target against Forest in the cup in the midweek um, and they didn't really register one against Brentford either um, which is a little worrying um, there has been a bit of a lack of goals so far in the in the opening um, games uh, so that's a little bit frustrating but the biggest uh, frustration personally for me was just just the uh, the effort the the application it, it was just non-existent um again too many players um having an off day uh, and it makes a big difference um you know brentford hadn't started uh, fantastically this this season so far um and i don't think Cocky said in his interview after he said it was as if as if derby was playing with an arrogance that they thought they could just turn up, but unfortunately, I don't think any any uh, team um, you can just turn up against in the championship. To be perfectly honest with you, so that was a bit of a that was a bit of a shame. Um, it was disappointing. Um, the team got booed off at half time, um, I mean, rightly or wrongly. Um, I'm not one for booing, um, but I must admit, you know, fans are gonna they pay their money, and so they you know they're gonna make their they're going to make their voices heard. Um, I think one thing that's been a little bit frustrating is that we've seen a lot of ne- negative comments. It's Koku's not right, the right man, to, you know, saying he, he's already he should be going. For me, that's just silly. Um, but you know, it's obvious now something's got to change. Um, if that be style um, personnel uh, whatever it may well be it could be a mixture of both Um, obviously in this international break you're hoping that Jaden Bogle will be be back fit ready for the Cardiff game next Friday Um, if he is that solves a bit of a problem down that one side because we have looked um, poor down that side obviously no disrespect to Max Lowe or um, Holmes who's played there or anybody like that but you know we need in the formation, in, in the style that Cocky wants to play, you've got to have wing backs playing in the in the rightful position. So I think if we can if we can get Bogle back fit, that'd be great. Um, I'm keen on Max Lowe switching over to the left. I don't think he's put a foot wrong really. Um, we're going to talk more about uh, as I say later on in the podcast about team selection, that kind of thing for the Cardiff game. What you fans have thought of, on social media. Um, but I think there's got to be a, there's got to be a change. Um, and you just hope that, although I know there's a, there's a few going away on an international break, um, it's a chance to re- reflect in these two weeks for Kaku. Um, maybe change one or two things tactically, work on that in training, you know that kind of thing. Um, because let's face it, the next two games Cardiff away, uh, sorry Cardiff at home, and then Leeds away. And so the next two are tough, uh, as tough as they've been so far, if not tougher. Um, and I mean I'm not for a moment saying that Derby can, can come away with two wins of course they can but um, it's going to be a tricky period um, and then as we say the games on paper at least get that little tiny bit easier but uh, my worry is you know if Derby get two negative really negative results um, and in terms of negative I would say not winning against Cardiff at home we need to get the home form going Um leads away. where well, we know what happens. It leads away. it's never an easy place to go apart from that play of semi-final last year where we just clicked into gear for half an hour, 45 minutes, and it made the difference. But um, you could easily come out of those two games uh, with only one or two, you know, one point, well, certainly less than three points, which then if we don't win either game, um, you know, you've got eight league games. That'll be eight league games with only one win, and that was on the first weekend of the season. Uh, which it's, it's beginning to look feel a long long time ago now, um, but again, as I say, the Brentford I think the Brentford disappointment was more about the manner of the of the performance rather than the the result. Because um, to be fair, anybody who's been knows um, this season so far we we've we've been in games we've given you know a good um, a good account of ourselves in most games. Um, definitely should probably have more points than we do have but um, at the end of the day we haven't so something's got to change uh, in that respect but you know f- going from a good per- from good performances steady performances just just small tweaks there to get the results that's a little bit different but then they churn out a performance like that after um, as I say the majority of the squad uh, had been rested in midweek and that was Koku's um, thinking behind doing that then, you know, your fingers are going to start being pointed. Questions are going to start being asked, unfortunately, Um, rightly or wrongly. um, The book stops with the manager and the players. And let's face it, you're not going to sack all your players, so you sack the manager. That's just the way that football works. Which, again, I'm not trying to be downbeat or anything like that, but I think it's starting to become um, a, a bit of a worry. Um, I think, those, as I say, those next two games um, could be are going to be important. As I say, they're not the easiest two games in the world. Um, if you can beat Cardiff, great. You know, you want to beat Leeds away, of course you do. You want to get a, a result against Leeds away, of course you do. But if you didn't, but you'd won the but you'd won the Cardiff game, it, it doesn't look so bad. I think three points from the two games, if if possible, would. I think it's becoming, a, it's getting to the point where it's. A bit, we need that bare minimum now. Um, you don't want to get into that habit of not picking up results. So, I think that's important. Um, and as I say, Cardiff, it's not not an easy game. I mean, on paper, were they the second best team two years ago when they went up? Probably not. Um, but they got up there. Um, they i think um i don't particularly think they were ready for the premier league uh, we saw that they uh, didn't really put much of a fight um no disrespect to them. um but they've come back down and I must admit i i, I wasn't really one that thought they'd be up, up there um to be honest with you um i i didn't back them to get back to you know back up but you know they've obviously got premier league quality players they've got a manager who just knows how to get out of this division um and they're not going to be they're not going to be easy to beat they, they, they've never been at their physical side they've never been a they've never been a team you can walk over so um it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens um but you know especially with the new management especially you know with all that you we've really got to kind of get on a get a bit of a you know, get a bit of steam ahead of us uh, we, we've got to start picking up Positive results. Um, would I take a point in both games? P- probably. Um, at this point, just to try and steady the ship, something to build on. Um, but we do need that first away. We need that first home win. We just need a win. It's been that. It's been a while. Um, and hopefully, then you know, start building the confidence. Um, so it's going to be interesting um, to see what kind of a team is put out. Um, against Cardiff who as i say we'll we'll come on to that a little little later in the podcast uh, as to what you guys think on twitter and facebook um i've got my own thoughts which i'll share with you a, a, a little later as well and this it just looked wrong uh, against brentford which was disappointing because it, it it was the same team against west brom and i thought we were a far better side so is it is it tactical? Is it personnel? It's, it's very difficult to say. I mean, it, Cocker must be tearing his hair out. You know, you, you put an eleven out there um, who play really well at home against West Brom. Um, as I say, at least nine of those were rested midweek. They come out. Okay, it's Griffin Park. It's always a difficult place to go. But then turn in a performance like that, and it, it's very poor, very sloppy. Um, so I think I think the international break have come at the right time for Derby. A good two weeks break, um, and hopefully gives them, as I say, that a few players. Marriott obviously keeps still building up his fitness. Uh, he should be close to nine, full percent, full full fitness. Um, same with Dwayne Holmes. He's had a few get. He's had a couple of games back in the side now. Get Bogle firing. Uh, hopefully back in the in the in the picture. Um, Bielik, uh Hopefully he's coming up to Matt Fitch just now. Um, and obviously there's a few others that. You know, you're still seven, eight, nine, probably ten games before you, you're probably fully firing. So we're getting to that point, um, which is hopefully um, going to start seeing uh, a bit more of a positive return points wise. Um, because if it doesn't, then there's going to be uh, problems. Um, it's going to, those little niggling doubts from, I'd say most people aren't worried at the minute but you know they're going to get worse and worse and they're going to they're going to become more and more um as as the games go by where we don't pick up results. So I think this two weeks is key. Um hopefully we don't pick up any niggling injuries anybody who was struggling with a niggling injury can fully recover hopefully or the guys away on international duty can um come back um without any without any injuries um and have a hopefully fully fit close to as the best we can fully fit squad to pick from because I think if we have got a fully fit squad to pick from I do think from the, the the two um the two lineups that we've had in the last two games I think it will look slightly different um and as I said we'll go on to that t- a little bit later um but yeah so again I, I said it again for the forest game it was one that we dobby just had to sweep under the carpet um Brentfords a very, very similar feeling. Um, but I think the problem is, as I say, it's the manner of the performance against Brentford and I don't think it can be ignored. Um, and as I say, Cocky's interview after, like, he was not happy. He was not happy at all. Um, for a guy who doesn't really show his emotion very well, you can you could tell he just was not happy. Um, so you've got to hope that the time spent in this next two weeks is, um, is going to lay down a marker and if there is a few egos in there then get that sorted and you know hopefully get this team um, ready and rearing for that game against uh, Cardiff next Friday night Um, and you know hope for a positive result. So guys we're going to take a quick look at the league table Um, after six games unfortunately for Derby it's not very pretty reading. Um, <clears throat> sat in 19th position um, at the moment with six points from six games um, and a negative three goal difference. So I suppose um, really there's only one way up. <laughs> oh, sorry, only one way and that's up. Uh, fingers crossed. Um, so looking at the league table, so um, uh, propping up the uh, the table this season uh, so far is Stoke. Um, they've only got one point. Um, which was against us, um, in 23rd, um, also on one point are Huddersfield, uh, making up the bottom three is Wigan in 22nd, uh, they're on four points, uh, then come Barnsley with five points in 21st, in 20th, also with five points, it's Hull, um, then it comes us, 19th uh, with six points, also 18th, Borough with six points. Um, in 17th, you've got Blackburn with seven points from six games. Uh, Reading also on seven in 16th. Luton on seven in 15th. In 14th, Brentford on seven um, in 12th. So just in the top half. On Millwall with nine points. Uh, Shefford Wednesday are 11th with nine points. Forest are in 10th with nine points. Uh, in ninth place... Um, is Birmingham City on 10 points? QPR are in 8th on 10 points. Uh, Preston are in 7th on 10 points. And then the top six, uh, Fulham, are in 6th. Uh, they're also on 10 points. You know, Bristol City, who are in 5th with 11 points. Uh, West Brom are in 4th with 12 points. Leeds are in 3rd with 13 points. Uh, Charlton, uh, surprise package, are 2nd with 14 points. And with a two-point lead um, at the top of the division are Swansea City um, with 16 points. So interesting reading there. Looking at that, Swansea, top of the league. I knew they'd have a better season than they did last year, but you know, um, I know we're only six games in. But you know that's a, that's a very solid start. Charlton, clearly uh, continuing the momentum. Um, Leeds, you expect to be up there. West Brom, you expect to be up there. You know, um, Although I've made my feelings clear on West Brom that I'm not so sure they're as good as people make them out to be. Um, Bristol, we know they're strong. Uh, and Fulham. So, you know, it's a solid top six. Um, you know, if you, I know it's all if, buts and maybes now. But if Derby'd have scored, against, uh, scored the penalty against Swansea, who are top of the league, um, you know, that'd have been extra two points. Uh, we should have beat West Brom, who we were in fourth. Um, so, you know, there's another two points that we dropped. Um, we beat Huddersfield, who were down the bottom. I mean, I'm not going to count the Stoke game, because I thought Stoke actually uh, outplayed us for quite a large chunk of that game, although we had the chance to, an absolute sitter, uh, obviously, um, to win the game. Uh, but I think a point's probably a fair result there. So, I think four points we're probably shy of, um, really, from possibly, I don't know about deserve, but four points we, we've we've dropped four points in my opinion um from the game so far um you know and that would that would put you on 10 so that would put you in the chasing pack in an in and around um about eighth ninth place um so it's it's the reason why i say it's not all doom and gloom um because i think some of the performances have been good um in, in patches but i think that's that's the key point they've been in patches um, if we'd have been firing um, against Swansea and West Brom, then we would have easily have tucked away those uh, those points. And I don't think we'd be sat here thinking, "Oh, wow, okay." Um, you know, we've got ten points. We're in the <clears throat> we're in and around the top six, and we haven't really played well yet for for ninety minutes. Um, so you know, it puts a it would put a very very different spin on things. Um, but of course, as it is, that's not the case, and so obviously two games coming up. Um, we've got to go uh, obviously Cardiff, are uh, mid-table at the minute. Um, so a nice win, um, you know, one one result, a win Friday night, uh, will boost us right up into the mid-table area, um, which is you know that's fine. And then as I say, Leeds at the minute too, oh, oh, who are in third. So <clears throat> it's a it's it is a is it a false position? At the league table never lies, um, obviously, but that's over 46 games. So, plenty to work on for Derby, um, in my opinion, there. Um, but yeah, so we've got, um, just looking at the other fixtures um, in September, obviously, we've got um, Cardiff, uh, then we were away at Leeds. Um, the following Saturday, we're at home to Birmingham Um on the 3rd of October, we are away at Barnsley. Uh, then on the Saturday comes Luton at home um, before the next international break. So, you know, you get Cardiff out of the way, you get Leeds out the way, you've got Birmingham at home, Barnsley away, Luton at home. You've got to be expecting. Um, I mean, I, I think we'll beat Cardiff. Uh, Leeds... I'd have to say I'm not so sure. I don't think we're going to get anything from there, unfortunately. Certainly not the way that we've been playing. Um, but I think Ellen Road's a very, very difficult place to go, as we well know um, from last year. So you know, I'd expect I'd expect a result against Cardiff, um, Leeds. I'm not so sure. Birmingham, they're, they're a good side. They're not to be underestimated. Uh, but I think we can. I think we can win that. Um, Barnsley away, we've had some torrid times at, at, at Oakwell, uh, performance-wise. Um, I think it's one of those games where you expect to win it, but you'd be happy with the point. And then Luton at home uh, before the next international break, you'd have to expect um, really to to win that. Although you know they haven't had a bad start themselves, so but for me, I think four seven. Ten points. I think Derby really need to start kicking in now. Um, don't forget what's gone, but learn from it. Build those next games. Ten points out of the next five. Um, I think things will be will be a lot more rosy. We'll be a lot happier with that. Um, I think anything less than that will be will be a bit of a disappointment. Um, we certainly can't go on it. Another five game, um, five games where we only pick up uh, you know, an average an average points total. So you know, we can't go through the next five with only five points. So that's really not going to help us um, at all, and what we don't want to do is get too far behind the you know the top sides um, too too soon. So especially if we have got aspirations, um, and we know they've been dampened down a little bit this year, but you know we're always a team that wants to challenge so you don't want to get too far away because then you've just you've just got to put in a a monumental shift to get there i mean i know over the last couple of years Fulham did it uh, villa did it um but you know you'd rather not have to so then you know comes that international break that's 10 games in uh sorry that'd be 11 games in um you would think then uh, that that'd be a good place to have another obviously look back and reflect over the opening rough roughly quarter of the season, um, and see where things are going. So obviously we'll pick that up on, on the next international break, and we'll we'll have a look at the last. Uh, then we'll have, we'll have had another five league games, and uh, hopefully we'll have a a better points return than than we have done for for the opening uh, part of the season. So then on to some of your reactions um, from Twitter and Facebook, um, and on. Um, some of the questions that I've popped out um, in the week. Um, first of all, I'm going to start with what was a bit of a, a bit of a a rant um, on the day after um, the Brentford game. Um, these were my uh, opinions, um, hon- honest review of the season so far. Um, anybody calling Vakaku's head is it, just bizarre. You know, he, we, he's had six games. He's only been with us eight, ten weeks, um, which is just you know it's nothing. Um, our team, me personally, I think our team minus uh, Mount Wilson and Tamori is average. Um, I, I think we saw last season. Um, you take out Tamori from the back, uh, the, you know we we lose his pace. That's a big issue because um, we're not blessed with it at the back. Um, his pace did bait us out quite a lot Last season um, From errors uh, And we know that our defence does make errors But a lot of them were covered last year uh, Obviously the start of the season this year They haven't beat. Um it's, it's not a coincidence um, And then really obviously The other two players, Mount and Wilson Were our creative um, Creative players And you can see they're missing um, Because we're just not created enough Um we saw last season around January time. Um, I think it was at the Accrington Cup game uh, where Mount got injured, uh, and then we went on like a five-six game run where we just looked we looked bang average. Um, so that's a worry for me. I think the creativeness. I mean, I've said it on previous podcasts. I think Dwayne Holmes will bring something to that when he's had a few more minutes behind him. But you know, there are other players out there. Uh, you know, they have to start living up to their to their wages really um, and I think again I think last year I think a lot of uh, certain things were masked by how well the team did last year but that doesn't take away the fundamental problems uh, that this side has um, because the majority of them are the same people I mean you know you when you look who you've brought in, you've brought in Bielik who was improving at the championship you've brought in clark improving in the championship you've brought in dowell who for me um hasn't pulled up any trees at all he's not the player um that we were expecting to get i think um so far so that's a shame so and then other than that you know we've we've brought in patterson um again for me no disrespect to him and i hope he he proves me wrong it's an average championship player. So really before you know we've not particularly strengthened with strong championship quality. Um I mean we didn't take, we didn't know that Wilson Mountain tomorrow were going to be as good as they were last year. So you you know you do take a gamble. One of the reasons why we obviously Bilit Clark you know we're going to take a gamble and I I can see that they're going to they're going to have good seasons with us. Um but it is that attacking um, position that I'm worried about I think Dowell really has got to start doing more um, hopefully as I say Holmes coming in is going to make a difference um, we'll have to wait and see um, but certainly we haven't replaced those three with so far with the same or, or close to in all fairness same qualities um, which is the problem um, <clears throat> you know um, they're not excuses um, but they are facts, um, and, and clearly strength and depth just isn't there. Still, um, we've had a big clear out this summer, um, so maybe we maybe we didn't sign as many as we should. got um, there's no point in signing players just for player's sake. You've got to bring in quality, um, and unfortunately, as you know, because of the timing of Frank leaving and Koku coming in, um, I don't know how many of the uh, signings that were agreed were done because Koku wanted them doing or, you know, if they were already in the pipelines or, you know, I'm sure he would have had a say. Um but were they players he picked or was it players that were already on the list? You know, that's that's something to uh, to ponder, I think. It'd be interesting, um interesting I mean I I don't think that'll ever come out to public knowledge, but, you know, it would be interesting to know if, if Koku came in and went yes I want these players from the championship I just I, I, I'm not I'm not sure myself um, and you know there are players that just aren't pulling the weight uh, but it, as I say it's not been this isn't the first time all of a sudden they've just stopped pulling the weight there's been a couple of players that haven't really pulled their weight for the last two seasons three seasons some of them so you know they need to um they need to get they need somehow they've got to try and get them building, uh get get the confidence up, whatever it may well be. Um because if it's not there, then you know, obviously we can't do anything until January. Um I think it's possibly one of the reasons why a couple of the youngsters have been blood uh, you know, played a few more minutes than maybe some would suggest. Um because at the moment from the players that you would call the, the first team seniors Um, they're just not doing it. Um, You know, and and things do need to change. There's no doubt about that. But plenty plenty of work to be done. But, you know, as I say, people calling for the manager's head is just wrong. Um, Give him a chance. Just give him a chance. Um, So, on to... That was my opinion. Um, I cooled down. Uh, I came off social media for a couple of days. Um, And then, um, interesting to hear your guys... um, your guys thoughts on certain points so uh, first question from me um this week was uh, do we have do we deserve more points than we have managed so far um 53 people have you voted thank you very much simple answers yes no about right uh, 51% picked right yes i think sorry pick yes uh, 23% said no, and 26% said about right. Um, as we discussed a little earlier in the podcast, I think we're probably four points behind what we should have. I'm not saying what we deserve, but what we should have. So everybody um, kind of thinking um, the same uh, as me with that one. Um, and then looking at... Over, over the the six games so far um and uh, bearing in mind uh, that that squad to be picked for for Cardiff um what kind of a formation do we think um what kind of a lineup are we expecting um so first of all i, I, I went out obviously for the goalkeeper uh, ruse hamer or mitchell um mitchell didn't get a vote um ruse got 56% hamer got 44% so people are happy to see ruse Continuing goal um, at the moment. I'd have to agree. Um, I think to be a little harsh to see him go for him to be dropped. So give him give him his due there. Um, based on all people fit, um, I think Bogle's a surefire for right back. So I'm not at the moment. I'm not going to question um, his position. Um, but on the left, um, Low, Malone, or Buchanan. Uh, unfortunately Buchanan didn't have a great game against Brentford They targeted him, he's a youngster um, So it's nice to see him in there every now and again But uh, Malone, I've made my feelings perfectly clear on Malone I don't think he's good enough um, And 75% of you agreed with me um, Low is the pick for left back Malone got 19% and Buchanan got 6 Uh Moving on to the centre-backs um again can't see Keo losing his place he's the, he's the club captain he's been cap he, he's he's been a starter for the, ever since he's been here um no matter what people say or about him no matter what people's opinions are about him um for me he, he'll be a starter so who would people expect to be his partner for the game against cardiff um Obviously, at the minute, it's Bielik. Um, I think we've looked worse in defence since Bielik came in, and that's not knocking Bielik, because I think he should play further forward. But since we've not been playing with Clark, um, we've looked a little bit out of, out of place. Um, and 89% of you agreed with me. Um, Clark should come back in um, for, for Bielik and move Bielik further forward, uh, with only 4% getting Bielik's vote. Um and Curtis Davis gained seven percent, so they they think B, uh, Davis should actually be picked over Beelik at the back, but resounding result there um for Clark so moving on to the midfield um based on two holders it was the first question i put first poll I put out there uh huddleston and beelik beelich and Evans huddleston and Evans well huddleston and Evans got a zero percent. Bielek and Evans got 72%, Huddleston and Bielek got 28%. So that's based on two holders, uh, which is, I think, more of an away formation. But I thought I'd pop it out there because we know he, he, likes, he sometimes likes to play it like that. Um, so Bielek and Evans, 72%. Uh, so people aren't thinking Huddleston deserves um, a place in this side um, at the minute. I think I'd have to agree, um, in all fairness, his mobility is just not good enough. Um, and if we were looking at formation with just one holder um, again Bielik I'd agree 91% Um, Evans with 6% Huddleston with 3% so again people thinking Evans should be picked over Huddleston Um, interesting interesting uh, interesting pick Um, moving on just a bit further into the central midfield role um, if you used to have one holder uh, so you'd have two in the middle there who would you go with? Uh, Dowell and Shinny Dowell and Knight Knight and Shinny or another pairing 50% of you said another pairing not quite sure who because I didn't put any names in there I just put another pairing A very interesting uh, point uh, Knight, and, Knight and Shinny getting 38% um, Dowell and Knight 6% Dowl and Shinny 6% so again people thinking Dowell probably should be out of this um out of this side at the minute. And based on current form, I don't think I can argue with it, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh moving into the, the more forward areas. So uh front three, basing it on a front three. Um who up top on their own? Uh Waghorn, Marriott, Bennett or Martin. Um Martin uh, sorry, Jack Marriott with 76 percent uh, of the votes there. Um Waggon, uh, 15%, Bennett only 2%, Martin 7%. Um it's the way that I'd do it, I'd have Martin up uh, sorry, I'd have Marriott up front um on his own um to be honest with you. And then the the left and right um for me Waggon on the right and 51% of you agreed with me, um closely followed by with 42% Holmes. Um no Percent 0% for Joseph Zun and only 7% for Patterson um, if we were to play with a 10 roll um, Lawrence gets 54% of the votes which surprises me um, because Holmes only gets 33% percent i be I it's interesting Marriott 13% Bennett against 0% nobody's really thinking Bennett should be in with a shout in this team um, and the best on the left um a resounding seventy-one percent has gone for Lawrence, thirteen percent with Patterson, four percent Yossifzoon, and twelve percent Bennett, um, which is interesting because I don't think we do have, a, in all fairness, a natural left winger. Um, to be honest with you, so it, it's one of those. It's difficult, um, but you guys have picked. The, that's the team, what kind of the field, the, the structure. Um, I'd have to agree with every single decision that you guys have um, voted as well there uh, to be perfectly honest with you uh, I think that's you know that front three of Marriott waggon out on the right more on the left um, dependent on how you perform you know playing um, I, I'd like to see Lawrence drifting into that 10 roll because even on, out on the left he drifts in and he gets he, he, he's not in, he's not in, he doesn't give an impact but, you know I think Holmes has got to be in this side, so for me, I think I'd go Roos Lowe um Clark Keogh um and Bogle. <clears throat> I think I'd have Beeix sitting behind I think in the middle, I'd probably have Shinny and Holmes um with Wagon on the right, Lawrence on the left, and Marriott at up top um that'd be <coughs> that'd be my um pick. So, be interesting. Or, you know, you could do a diamond formation um, and have uh, Holmes at the tip of the diamond. Because I just don't think we've got anybody other than Lawrence to play on that left-hand side, uh, which is a bit of a shame. So, on to other questions on um, Twitter. Um, these actually were responses um, to my little rant uh, <laughs> that, I, that I come out with um, on Sunday. Um, some interesting comments. The first one from at Dick Brine, um a, a regular commenter. Um, he said, we are looking at at least a season and a half of holding on to championship status before we can get personnel in that Koku would want. Mel might not be able to wait that long and some of our moaning home fans won't raise a song and half the stadium will have left at 76 minutes for the bus. Um, yeah, um, I have to agree, Derby fans. I'm sure fans alike, as I've said before. I think they're all, you know, they're all passionate and they want success as fast as possible. And unfortunately, it doesn't always work that way. Um, but yeah, every manager needs to be given time. So I mean, a season and a half. We've we've not seen too many managers get a season and a half. Um, so be interesting. Um, the response to that, I yet have to agree. Um, doesn't come overnight, I think we got lucky with the loans last year and the pulling power of Lampard was always going to be a tough replacing them. We had players last season who didn't pull up any trees but because we achieved something it got forgotten. Something I mentioned earlier. Um, Richard uh, went on to comment, would love the whole stadium to get behind the team at home. Show some passion, clearly the loans last year elevated us. 10 games or so with that Mount last year, we looked like average yesterday as well. Need a creative midfield spark but we're not that far off. Uh, my response, uh, exactly. Um we haven't really brought in anyone. Um I'm sorry but so far Dowell is not the answer. Patterson a panic loan squad player and we spent seven million on an unproven youngster who I think is playing out of position and Clark isn't blessed with pace either. Um that was my response, uh, still in rank mode. Um Richard went on to say will come good when settled in to a position that's his Clark will do a job but agree on Dowell and Patterson. Not sure we have the ability to play out from the back at the moment and need to play to our strengths, whatever they are. Um, yes, uh, I, I, and <clears throat> I have to agree. Um, we do need to play to our strengths, um, but we don't quite know what our strengths are at the minute. Um, it's prob- probably a thing that happens when you, you, know, you get a new manager, you try new things. Um, you keep going in until you find out what works and what doesn't, I suppose. Um, so it's all a learning process. To be perfectly honest with you. Um, what A comment on um, the points uh, that we've managed so far. Um, Mick Massey, DCFC. Um, deserve two more. Should have won one out of Swansea, West Brom and Stoke. Um, I said I think there's an argument we could and should have won all three. However, Stoke battered us in all fairness for a large part of the game. So take that uh, as a lucky point. Um... Another comment um, was to do with Davis, uh, Bielik or Clark at the back. Philmore, um, which was at Philmore 78 commented, Hart says Davis, Head says Clark, Bielik as DM, which I think we've uh, discussed. And then Bully Boyb commented, why do managers not see what the fans see? Which, yeah, a good question. Um, I suppose that's why we're not all football managers. Um, but I must admit, it does look plainly obvious from the stands um and it does look plainly obvious sometimes from the stands so it's an interesting uh, comment thank you very much for your for your comments um and then also uh, on the final one where it was best on the left and somebody a lot of people commented um there's a bit of a joke tweet for anybody out there who's into politics um markus walders um who's the best left? And he put Jeremy Corbyn. Well thank you. Thank you for the little joke there, Marcus. Um and then there was other comments. Um Daniel Warren, um, Dave from the local pub. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, uh, Manx Ram, uh, Max Lower's wing back. If we was to do the three five two, yeah. Um the UK hatter, uh, which is at a Rams with a hat, was where's the none of them option? Again um proving my point at Romby sixty three um another yeah um and Philip Koku's Kieran Stokes really struggling with this one yeah we've said really struggling on the left um and yeah I'd have to agree um some fair points fair comments guys thank you very much for them um moving on to Facebook um we've had a few comments um in the week um starting off with again obviously similar questions posted out um on both um so it starts with the little mini rant um i'd just like to point out for any listeners um my account got hacked um last week so everybody got some strange messages it wasn't me i do apologize it's all been sorted um there's a few of you that um commented to let me know thank you very much uh it's much appreciated so um on the honest opinion that i that i come up with um anthony dcfc thorpe um, asked so was it just three of them that got us to the playoff final no the whole team clicked yes the lone players have gone back but that doesn't mean the rest of the team we have still have to go missing we've brought players in that should want to play every game but one winning six doesn't give fan much hope does it um, my response uh, no not saying solely them three Anthony um, but they're not here anymore not really replacing them look where we are at the moment doesn't help two of them were creative because we're certainly lacking that at the minute and Tomori Belders out at the back with his pace so many times last season just goes to show that Koku may be right at the moment where players can't be asked. I, I could name a few repeat offenders as well Um Simon Mackin-Francis joined in on the conversation um, top scorer left including penalty free kick taker and top assists gone as well replaced by Shite. they were the sole reason we made playoffs the thing I dislike about Kaku is playing players out of positions and we're not creating anything we just don't attack um, Lisa Van Howard uh, joined in very well said uh, Dave DCFC-Done a regular commenter I think it's more about very strange team selections and the nature of the defeats, which I'd have to agree with that. And then Gary Marlowe commented, it's a little bit early for the guillotine, but best to keep the blade sharp. Um, Again, pretty much covers um, some of my opinions. Um, So, do we deserve more points than we have managed so far? Um, Kevin Walters commented, not great. Um, Alan Higgins, don't know about deserve more points. But with the penalty misses against Swansea and West Brom, the potential for a further four points was there, which would have put us in and around eighth place on the same points as Fulham, up the Rams. Yep, yeah, as I said earlier in the comment. Uh, Chris Tepper commented, Defence been worse since clink, uh, Clark's absence. We've mentioned that. Midfielders had no driving force. Lawrence Bar Huddersfield game has been poor. Players been played out of position. Holmes slotting in at left back and the pole centre back. Not good ideas. Woodluston, as we know, not Mel and looks even less this year. Team select and start, starting lineup for a game against our bitter rivals was a shocker. No leader on the pitch. Yes, it's early days, but I thought we brought someone in to advise the manager about the division, which clearly is not happening. Must improve fast. Uh, talking about Liam Rossini there. Um, Steve Kinsey um, commented, nailed that on the head. Yep, I have to agree with you. Uh, Mark Hatton commented, no, um, we don't deserve more. Okay. Um, Jake Lodge a friend of the podcast uh, Lucas played a part Brentford were awful no doubt Brentford sorry we were we was awful no doubt but the other games have been ordinary at best onwards and upwards I have to agree uh, Lyle Burnham um, sum it up shit okay um, Jonathan Fox doesn't look like Liam Rossini is having much impact on the players performances um, yep yeah, good point and then Damon Damien Damo McDermott, still early days, let's see where we are, 10-15 games, get behind the team, to be honest, we we always have a slow start, look at last season and previous seasons, again, something that we've commented on um, regularly um, in this podcast so far, Um, we also had uh, comments on the goalkeepers um, and uh, the defence. Um, Brad Bayless, Hamer, Lowe, Clark, Bielick holding midfielder. Um, obviously, we believe Bogle's going to be in there. Um, so that's his idea. Jonathan Fox, Clark left-back, Bogle right-back, Kieran Evans centred defence for him. Interesting, we've not heard of Clark left-back. Don't think he possesses the pace, to be honest with you, but interesting. Uh, James Martin commented, Roos, Lowe, Clark with Keo, and uh, Bogle. And James Martin commented again, Hamer couldn't get into a worse Huddersfield, Huddersfield team in years and we are supposed to make him first choice. Yeah, good point that one. Um, to be honest with you, he was definitely brought in as backup. Um, talking point on the midfield, uh, Mark Andrew Coote commented, would like Bielik in holding, Lawrence and Holmes in central midfield. Then try out Martin behind Wagorn and Marriott with Bogle and Lowe to make the wide runs. Keogh and Clark in central defence in a sort of a 4-1-2-1-2 formation. Um, Yes, I'd have to agree. Interesting point. Um, Tom Lawrence in central midfield. I don't really know how effective he would be there. But interesting, uh, and then Denise Claxton, a uh, bit of a joke comment. Durban, Ryok, Gemmel, and Newton, yes, I think we'd all be happy if those were available. And that wraps up the questions this week, guys. Um, and in fact, that wraps up the podcast. So, thank you very much for listening. Um, the next podcast will be obviously uh, just before the Cardiff game, um, a little bit early this uh, next week, as obviously we're playing on the Friday night, so we'll be uh be looking to get that out um, with um, a bit more of an in depth look at the Cardiff game. Um, plenty more questions and polls put out onto Facebook and Twitter. Um, if you'd like to get in touch, the Twitter is at Rams Review One. Facebook is Rams Review. Uh, or you can drop me an email at ramsreview at hotmail.com. Um, I'd also be interested, guys, if any of you want to do any voice clips um, on the season so far, get them sent to me. I'll get them into the podcast. Thanks very much for listening, guys.